Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. It's top of the hour, and uh, my next guest, as I said in my in my last uh, with my last guest, it's always a pleasure to have people to come back onto the show so we can get deeper into some of the topics they discuss. And my next guest is Ken Tucker from Tag Consulting uh, Consulting in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. And uh, Ken is a, a highly sought after speaker, a thought leader, a trusted advisor and Chief Designer of the Intentional Difference Process. I love the name of that. Being intentional is so important. He's authored or co-authored four books. He's a former Gallup organization, leadership strategist, uh, and consultant, and a keynote speaker, a senior partner at TAG. Uh, He's been interviewed by some tremendous names. I'm honored to have him on the show. And uh, Ken's going to talk to us today about a new book that's coming out called Intentional Conversations, How to Rethink Everyday Conversation and Transform Your Career. Ken, thanks so much for joining us again today. Thank you, Bill. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. Thank you. Um, you know, last time uh, you gave us uh, some great ideas about your uh, your other book, um, Your Intentional Difference. And uh, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about that book and, and your background. Give us a flavor for what we're going to talk about today. Well, in that book, we um, focus on the idea that people are different, you know, and it sounds very obvious that we are all different. Uh, The difference in this instance is we actually come to a place where we own that that difference serves as a foundation for us to be successful. Uh, Too often, difference can be seen as uh, outlier, outcast, discounted, disregarded, Uh, and, and that's the negative side of it. But we are made in such a way that our difference actually gives us the power and the platform to make a difference. Uh, Van Gogh is known. Why? Because he did it differently. Beethoven is known because what? He did it differently. Bill Black is known because he does it differently. In fact, that's how we become known. We become known when we bring not more of the same, but something very different to the place. And we know that 85% of what people can do, all right, most other people can do. 10% of what people can do, some people can learn to do. But that 5%, Bill, that you do, only you do it in the way that you do it. And that, we say, is your intentional difference. And then we go further to describe what that 5% actually looks like. And we say that there's six dimensions that help us to articulate and identify what's really different about us. Your critical outcome, what you become known for, is one of those dimensions. And there are five others that we talked about last time. Do you mm-hmm. want to go through those now, or, or is that good? 
Yes. No, but okay. I, I, I'll so tell then, you, we, we okay. last our last interview is available on our audio library. All you have to do is go to Exacoach Radio, go to the audio library, and put in Ken's last name Tucker, and you'll find that it was fascinating. I took so many notes, Ken. My my pen ran out of ink. So uh, yeah. you know, and you're a thinker. You're uh, you're a sought after speaker, and this whole concept of it's one thing to to recognize and celebrate your difference. But it's quite another thing to be intentional with that. So tell us about that word intentional and what that means to you. Most people, Bill, are living their lives in a context of randomness. In the sense of too often we are unaware that what we are doing is being done by us. (laughs) Let me back out of that. Very rarely do I ever consider how it is I walk. Very rarely do I consider how it is I sound. Those are so natural to me that I never quite spend any time thinking about it. So I actually do things at times. Sometimes I walk in such a way that I'm perfect at it. And sometimes, as you know, we trip, we slip, we fall. And then we realize I kind of missed a step there. Sometimes that's (laughs) true in what we say, you know. Sometimes how we talk and what we say and the words we use is not understood by others, but clearly understood by us. The idea of being intentional intentional, actually requires us to put some thought into what it is we are doing. So our difference really actually comes alive and becomes very productive for us when we are intentional with it. The book that we are going to talk about today is about how can we be intentional in our conversations. Because when we continue to talk, most times we're doing it from what we have rehearsed and what we've seen modeled for us by others. Hey, Bill, by the way, um, what was your first conversation ever? <laughs> My first conversation ever? Uh, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody caught me there. really does. But <laughs> nobody really does, Bill. And yet wasn't that a momentous event? When for the first time ever, you as a child were able to put words and syntax together to make sense, to have a conversation with another person. I mean, you would think that we'd be taking those pictures and recording those moments like we do, you know, a child's what? Baptism or a child's baptism or, you know, a child's moment, you know, of, of transition. And isn't that a wonderful, remarkable, important transition? From the from the baby sounds to intelligent words to an intelligent conversation, but most of us we never capture that, and yet that that moment starts a lifetime of verbal, all right, in our hand sign hand uh, sign language interaction with another person, and we Beautiful. build on that for the rest of our lives. I'm I'm picturing, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of our listeners can 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 picture their children or their grandchildren as babies, and how intentional they were to get those words out to communicate at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You're, you're painting a great mm-hmm. word picture there. So when you think about that, though, that then becomes all right the practice that connects us with other people, and every important decision or outcome we accomplish for the rest of our lives is likely to come as a result of a conversation. Mm-hmm. 
Great point. And Great yet, point. And mm-hmm. That's right. And yet, how much time do we stop to think about conversation? Mm-hmm. We think of it sometimes when it went bad. We think of it if it's a you know very very important job interview or a very important instance, but everyday conversation. Do we ever stop to think about what happened? And so this book actually helps us to rethink everyday conversations. With the outcome being, if we do, we will enhance our lives as well as increase our success in our careers. Because there is a secret, Bill, that we have discovered about intentional conversations. An intentional is conversation it? is about us. Is <laughs> hold, it, hold that, hold, wait for it. Okay? The intentional conversation, <laughs> all right, is about what? It's about us using language in a productive way, so that we may serve others more effectively. So to be intentional in our conversation is not about you know having uh, bad intentions. People are intentional all the time for. Negative outcomes. This is about the productive outcomes that come from us being mindful about the conversations we are having. But there is a secret. And the, the secret of intentional conversation is an acronym. And it stands for six action steps we have to take if we're going to indeed have an intentional conversation. And let me back up just a moment, Bill. All right? When we looked at this idea, we actually were shocked and surprised at how often historical events that we know about could have been very different in their outcome if the individual had had an intentional conversation. Hmm. That's fascinating. uh, And you're you're talking about relearning how to communicate effectively to, to turn small talk into big talk. To, to turn, to, to first of all recognize when it is a significant conversation and how can you optimize significant conversations. Sometimes what we see as small talk is more significant than we realize. And then sometimes after the fact, we realize just how important the conversation that was. This book helps individuals to think in terms of, is this a significant conversation and one I should apply the idea of having an intentional conversation around. Like, for example, okay, one day one of my clients um, had just finished a debrief, and as he was leaving, his boss turned to him, interrupted the conversation he was having with somebody else, and asked him to come see him, you know, when he had a chance. Well, my client walked away from it, got busy, forgot that his boss had invited him up to see him that day. But sure enough, the next morning, the boss calls him and asks him to come see him right away. Well, this is how the conversation then went in that room. And this is why many times we actually miss the importance of everyday exchange. He recognized at that moment that he had missed the cue that when his boss interrupted the one conversation to say, hey, come see me, that his boss actually had greater import attached to that invitation than my client realized. Well, this is how it went that morning. Hey, I I noticed yesterday when your um, colleague and your your employee was reporting out to us that you kind of interrupted him at times and you continued to um, 
to um, to correct him in what he was doing. He says, we all realized that your employee wasn't as prepared as he could be. He says, but I want to ask you this question. Why for the next 45 minutes did you continue to rip him to shreds? Did you get that? His boss mm-hmm. saw him what? Failing as a leader and wanted to have this important conversation with him. Well, the result was by the time he did get up to see the boss, it wasn't just a conversation anymore, but now it had become a reprimand with the conditional outcome being termination. Mm. Oftentimes what we miss, the important conversations, though. The secret of the conversation is, first of all, we have to understand the, the, the first letter, S. The first letter in the word secret stands for suspend status. Have you ever met um, somebody and immediately you like them? All right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Immediately yes, you didn't. Uh, immediately you didn't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I assure you that a part of the, the liking them and the disliking a person in those brief moments has to do with the exchange between the two of you. Because our conversations lead us to either like a person and want to see them again or not want to see them again. Okay, makes sense. It's a gut. It's a gut feeling based on your initial, quick conversations, and you classify that person as a certain way. Is that what happens? Exactly, because we hear the words during a conversation, but we feel the attitude. We hear the words, but we feel the attitude, and it's the feeling during the conversation that leads us to want to see them again or not ever again. Okay. And the feeling that comes in exchange in a conversation has to do with how status is experienced. If somebody in a conversation, all right, like with a manager, okay, because this is directly about how managers, employees, and people in relationship can can improve their um, relationship and improve their careers. For example, we know that in most organizations, managers are the last to know what's happening on the floor. Can you agree with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're yeah. the last to know. And part of why that's the case is because what? Most times there is a status differential between the manager and the employee. For intentional conversations to happen, the first thing the manager must be able to do is he or she must and so mm-hmm. let me go further on that. Most managers are walking around, as it were, with a loaded gun. So what do you mean by that? Well, mm-hmm. there's a case. Most people who interact with their manager always are aware that this person is my manager. He or she has the power to determine my career, determine my uh, long-term stay here or short-term stay here, most managers are walking around without meaning to with a loaded gun. They're looking for what's wrong out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry? They're looking for what's wrong. Yeah, but and most people know that he or she actually has has power over their future. Mm -hmm. And so whereas I can walk past somebody as an employee, a fellow employee, and not say good morning, to the employee, and he just said, yeah, Ken's in a bad mood. 
But if Ken is the manager and walks past an employee and didn't say morning, now that employee is inclined to think, okay, um, am I in trouble? Mm-hmm. Did I did I forget to do something? You see, that's that loaded gun syndrome. The mm-hmm. problem with most managers is they don't actually recognize that they have that kind of a presence, that kind of loaded gun. And so they walk through conversations and they say things that then actually create a greater breach between them and their employees. you remember the Challenger space shuttle? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. When we did our research and we were looking in to identify the secrets, all right, of um, intentional conversations, the first thing we recognized, all right, as we looked at the Challenger, Challenger event, was actually that happened because there was a lack of the kind of conversation that could have prevented it. And if you look into the history records, you will find that actually there were people who knew that there was a problem, both because of the low uh, temperatures in Florida that, that week and also because the O-rings had been failing before and were in question before. So people knew before. The same thing is also true in healthcare, by the way. 100,000 deaths in the operating room or in hospitals every year. Why? Because somebody didn't have a conversation. It is 70% of those 100,000 people that die, the research says, could have been prevented if somebody had spoken up. That somebody in that operating room knew something was going wrong, but because of the environment and the lack of safety to speak up, said nothing. It was exactly the same case with the Space Shuttle Challenger. The engineers knew there was something wrong, something amiss, something to question. But the managers at that time had created such an intimidating environment that these engineers simply did not speak up. So, so Ken, we only have. Uh, unfor- you're a master storyteller, by the way. Let me let me tell you. I think I could listen to you for hours. It's fascinating the way you uh, provide examples and and bring these things to light. It really is fascinating. Um, you hit on one of the action steps, and I think rather than hitting on each of the other was individually, let's keep it a secret. That's the acronym. Let's keep it a secret yeah, for right. our listeners out there, so that they can find out more by by uh, learning about you and getting your book, Intentional Conversations. I can tell it's going to be a fascinating read. I think our listeners can, too, because you are a master storyteller. So how do our listeners uh, reach out and find you and get the the book, Intentional Conversations, Ken? So uh, tagconsulting.org, Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble online, um, so anywhere good books are sold, if you ask for the book, uh, it's, um, it's uh, being published by Familiars. It'll be on the shelves the last part of July. Uh, you can pre-order now at um, KenTuckerSpeaks.com. KenTuckerSpeaks.com. So www.KenTuckerSpeaks.com. Or you can go to IntentionalDifference.me. That's www.IntentionalDifference.me. Or you can go to my Twitter or Facebook accounts, ID Made Different. ID Made Different. So a lot of different ways to get in touch. And you can tell just by listening to Ken, you know it's going to be fascinating. You, you really have a great way of, of, uh, uh, of speaking and telling uh, in an interesting way 
how people can be intentional in their actions and in their conversations, which is the building blocks of, of communication, and help themselves make a difference, uh, rethink everyday conversations, and transform their careers. So, Ken, you're welcome back on the show any time, and I hope our listeners will uh, order the book, take advantage of it, and learn how to be more intentional in their everyday lives. Thank you so much for joining us again today. Good, and my quick email is kta at me.com, kta at me.com if you want to continue on a conversation, kta at me.com. Terrific. Ken, thanks so much again, Excellent. and Thank I look you, forward Bill. to the next time. All right. We're going to take Thank a short so break. We'll, Bye-bye. We're going to take Bye-bye. a short break. We'll be right back after this, so please stay with us. You're listening to one of many shows on ExitCoachRadio.com. We're interviewing advisors, authors, and thought leaders for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. If you'd like to be a guest on any of our shows, go to guest.exitcoachradio.com. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. To ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50 plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well planned. We upload new one minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. 